business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. Let's get to our guest. Ah, I love it. Look at that. Where'd you get that that little bell? That's like at uh, what? This you is find? called a pizza bell. That's you know what that is. <laughs> that reminds me of the one they got at the dry cleaner because there's never anybody at the front desk, so you got to ring the bell, and then they finally come out and uh, tell you that your pants have been lost. Uh, but, you know, listen. Uh, there are. I said this at the top of the hour. There are several things that I love about business, obviously, um, and and life. As a matter of fact, uh, coffee and pizza and business, all three of my favorite things. And I'm thrilled this morning to be able to uh, talk about two of those three. We've already talked a little bit about coffee. And um, we're going to talk about pizza and pizza and business in pizza. That's why I have invited Ken Caldwell. He is the vice president of development of Your Pie Pizza. By the way, if you're not familiar with Your Pie Pizza, you may not be because they're new to the Tampa Bay area here. It's an American fast casual pizza concept. It was started up there in Athens, Georgia. Back in 2008 by a guy by the name of Drew French. And it operates as a restaurant franchise group with 70 locations around 19 states. They're growing. You're going to find them and you're going to see them. And now that I told you and after I tell you about how tasty it is, you're going to want to go check them out. Uh, They have uh, Your Pie Pizza has customizable 10-inch pizzas, pasta bowls, and salads. The restaurant uses brick ovens to cook their pizzas. And uh, Ken Caldwell, Vice President of Development. Uh, Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And in studio, actually, uh, next to us is one of your franchise owners of the Brandon, Florida, which is a suburb of Tampa Bay on the east side of Tampa, Brandon, Florida. And uh, that franchise owner, her name is Teresa. Is it Sharky? Did I get? Is it yes, Sharky? That's it. And you know what's great about that? Right next door is 98.7 The Shark. I is know. our classic rock station. So. You shark, sharky. All right. Anyway, um, Ken, how are you this morning? I'm great. Thank you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, too, Teresa. Good morning. Been too long. Well, uh, Ken, I know you joined Your Pie Franchising back in 2013, and you've got a couple of decades plus of franchise experience under your belt. Uh, You are well equipped to kind of talk to us and talk to our listeners about the franchise world. In particular, we're going to talk about your pie and um, want to get into all of that. But first, I want to just have you just give us a a 30-second snapshot of your bio. Give us a little detail on your background. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And again, thanks for having me. Uh, It's funny, right out of college, I was a corporate banker. And uh, (laughs) I realized at 23 years old that you know, being miserable, going to work every day is probably not a great career path. And obviously that's nothing against bankers. It just wasn't me. And um, I stumbled into a job with a uh, emerging franchise at the time. Uh, There were 12 units. It was called the Heavenly Ham Company. And honestly, at a young age, I figured that was the time I could roll the dice. And um, we took a small company and made it big through franchising. It was Four of us that really just had a bunch of desire to do something great, and we built that uh, system to about 230 units, sold it to one of our competitors, the Honey Baked Ham Company, and I ran that brand on the franchise side for a while, and now, uh, did that for about 10 years, 
and then, as you mentioned, started with your pie in 2013. Well, the pizza category, that particular vertical, is uh, very congested. I mean, there are a lot of pizza options from some of the biggest chains that we've all heard of over the last two or three decades. But also, you know, there are mom-and-pop locally-owned pizza joints out there. What attracted you to work with your pie in particular? You know, I think the timing was perfect. I, I, I was with a bigger company, and, and my passion is taking smaller things and making them bigger. Uh, for me, with your pie, it started with the people. Um, I, I, I knew the CEO at the time. He and I had worked together with the prior company. But as I met the team, there was just a fit and a desire and, and um, a meshing of personalities that worked. And obviously, the product speaks for itself. And I'm sure Teresa brought you some food to sample. Our, our product is best in class. There's no doubt about that. I love the financial potential of the opportunity. Um, and finally, I would tell you there was just a culture that suits me. And uh, I, I give you mentioned Drew French's name. Our founder, Drew, was in his mid-20s at the time he created this, but he was wise beyond his years, in my opinion. He created a culture uh, uh, of a company that is all about family. As a matter of fact, we call it the Yorpai family, and it's it's almost a sense of something bigger than ourselves, right? I mean, it's, yes, we serve pizza. Pizza is ubiquitous. It's everywhere, but it's everywhere because everybody loves it, right? But we do it in a way that um, has has a bigger meaning than just us selling pizza. Mm, yeah, that's, I think, and in, in that uh, theme has kind of resonated over the last decade or so. I think it, I feel like it kind of got started with brands like Warby Parker and Tom's and his, Businesses around the country saw that success. They said, you know what? This is a really good way. Yeah, we're in the pizza business, but uh, we're in a much bigger, there's much more to it, and our purpose needs to be grander than just making the best pizza on earth. Well, talk about what differentiates uh, your pie in terms of franchising. Somebody out there might not right now might want to be, maybe they're wanting, thinking about wanting to get into franchising. What differentiates your pie in terms of franchising from its competitors and other restaurant franchise opportunities as well? You know, obviously I get that question a lot. Um, and I, I'll try to keep this answer brief, but it's hard for me to do so. I mean, for, for me, to be honest, that there are kind of tangible reasons and there are intangible reasons or, or differentiators, as you put it. And and the the tangible ones are you know, obvious. We we do have the best in class product in the category. We hand toss our dough, which seems simple, but it creates a better tasting pizza. Uh, all of our recipes um, are authentic Italian recipes. We have an Italian heritage that kind of permeates through the brand. Uh, we have a focus on local beers, craft beers, and gelato, which is a uh, authentic Italian gelato as well, which is a little unique in our category. Um, and I think we have an environment in our restaurants that is a little different in that, yeah, you can come in and get a great pizza really fast. If you're in a hurry for lunch or whatever, we can get it for you out and out in about five minutes. We also have an environment that maybe you want to hang out with family or friends or have a beer with dinner or something like that. So it, it's kind of a unique environment. And in that regard. And so those are the tangible things. Intangible things 
again, are the culture. Um, it is a family. Our franchisees are so special. They're so unique. They are really um, connected to one another and wanting to help one another and, and really serve the communities that they're operating in. Um, I will tell you, our franchise team at the corporate office, we have hundreds of years of experience managing franchise brands. And um, of all the brands I've been with, our team is committed to the success of the franchisees more so than any I've ever seen. And um, and again, I touched on a minute ago, but the, the spirit of connectedness, I think, to the communities that we serve um, – is kind of unlike any other pizza brand out there. I love it. And uh, as I look at what's been going on with Your Pie uh, recently, uh, I want you to explain a little bit about the purpose behind some of the initiatives that you've had really kind of over the last year with a new logo, redesigned menu board, and you guys have hired a VP of real estate. Talk about how all that's working together to kind of help out benefit your franchises and also grow your business and provide a better experience for customers? Yeah, no, it's, I appreciate the question because it, um, it is all brand new to us. And I, I will tell you, there is still a lot to learn about it. We, we commissioned a, a firm to help us uh, re-image, reimagine, um, kind of evolve the brand in, into our next phase, so to speak. And you're right. We opened the first location in 2008. We're going to celebrate our 15th birthday next year. Um, so it, whereas we're a relatively small company, we've been doing business in the pizza world for 15 years. But as, as all brands do, you have to evolve. And so we wanted a new look, a new feel that better represents the business today. Mm. Um, you know, the logo itself, we are um, creating a call out in the logo, which is more contemporary, which calls out um, pizza brews and gelato. Quite frankly, our old logo, which is your pie, was confusing to some people. And so as we have learned and we have evolved, we understand that we need to identify that it's pizza brews and gelato. Um, as far as our vice president of real estate, um, I will tell you, he's only been on for about 60 days, but the energy, the ideas that, um, he has brought, uh, to us, his name is David Goldberg, by the way, will really help our franchisees with better real estate, better terms in the leases, uh, and also help drive us into markets that we've been unable to penetrate so far. Well, speaking of that, I mean, with 70 franchises, uh, for those who may not know, some of some of your largest competitors in the pizza space may have thousands of locations. So the opportunity is huge. Are there specific areas of the country that you're looking at in terms of growth, or how does that look? Yeah, we, we are primarily a southeastern brand. Um, we do have, as you mentioned, 19 states. We do have um, locations outside of the southeast that, that do very well, uh, and we can support them both from a supply chain perspective and obviously with franchising support. But typically we are focused on the southeast. Um, one thing that I have learned in my time here is we have done – very well in what I would call secondary markets, mm. markets like Brandon, Florida. Sure. Um, and, and I would have thought when I started that we would have been a very urban, very cosmopolitan, metropolitan type of brand. But we have um, found that we have done really, really well in kind of secondary markets. And 
um, that creates great opportunity for growth for us. Well, let me just put Wesley Chapel on your list then for secondary markets, so a suburb, another suburb of uh, Tampa. Teresa's over there laughing at me because I, I live in that area. It's, it's, uh, it's far <laughs> enough away from your store, Teresa, that it probably won't. Uh, maybe you could it, be. It you sounds could... like the three of us ought to sit down and have yeah. a conversation. Yeah. Exactly. I love pizza. I, I know that, uh, you know, it, it developing franchises requires, it's a, it's a, real complex uh, formula. It's a, there's a lot of ingredients. What is it that you're looking for in terms of uh, the ideal franchise owner? I mean, is it somebody who's had experience making pizza? Is it somebody who's had experience with franchises? Or would you prefer that they be a clean slate and you could teach them you know, everything they need to know and they've had no experience in either of those spaces? No, it's a million-dollar question, and, it, and it's a great one. Um, I will tell you that yeah, restaurant and franchising experience is nice, um, but it is certainly not required for us. Uh, what we look for is really kind of a track record of success uh, in a franchise candidate. Either they've owned their own business. Um, we, we jokingly say we like people who have signed the front of checks, not just the back of checks. Um, or we look for somebody who has a track record of success leading teams, managing people, you know, growing uh, divisions of companies, that kind of thing. Um, just really a track record of success in prior careers. And mm. that, that's kind of point number one. Point number two would be the connectivity to the communities. We want somebody who will um, do more than just open and close the doors every day, right? We want them to serve the we want them to be a part of the community, whatever their flavor may be. It could be with schools or athletic organizations or other civic organizations, just something that is bigger than themselves. And so we're looking for somebody with the willingness to do that. And and finally, I think the biggest um, thing we would look for is, is what I call grit, somebody who will just refuse to lose. You know, we want somebody who will win. Who I mean, look, the, the world is changing out there. And somebody who can adapt and, and pivot and innovate and, and kind of roll with the punches, somebody who will um, just just win, that they want to win. You know, I, I, over the last, uh, what has it been, 50, 60 years since franchising has been made popular in the, in the restaurant space in particular, there have been a lot of chains that have seriously struggled and suffered because of their lack of owner operator involvement you know they'll they'll get they'll sell 10 15 30 100 locations to a to an owner and owners never seen never visible no interaction in the stores and then you see these other chains come along and the owners they the expectation is that the owners be involved in building relationship in the community, and it sounds like that's what your pie is uh, doing. By the way, we're chatting with Ken Caldwell. He is the VP of franchising, I guess, and VP of development. Is that is that kind of the what is your what is your business card title? Is it VP of development? Is it VP of franchise development? What is it? It's uh, it's called vice president of development, and what that means is I am in charge of uh, attracting and vetting franchise candidates for the brand. And gotcha. At the end of the day, it's really about fit, right? I, I don't view myself as selling a franchise. I, I don't like that term whatsoever. Sure. What what we like to do is just make sure if it's a fit, and if it's not, that's okay. But 
Um, also, I'm in charge of real estate um, and construction, so just the development of new units. Let's talk about that in a minute. But first, I noticed that you, you – did you go to Vanderbilt? Is that where you went to college? I did. Well, I in, did. In, in, we don't talk about that during football. I was <laughs> just going to say, in the state of Florida right now, probably about – 25, 35% of the state, probably not a good time to mention that you're from Vanderbilt because on the football field, Vanderbilt had a little success against the Gators for the first time in a long time this year, right? That worked out pretty well a couple of weeks ago. That's And it's not often that we get to puff our chest out over uh, football weekends. But, no, that was a nice one. So much so that uh, the I, lo- I just saw it announced yesterday the quarterback of uh, the Florida Gators uh, uh, has uh, decided that he's going to declare for the draft. He said, no more. Don't want to lose to Vanderbilt again. So uh, he's, he's moving on. So I guess uh, there you go. So he- just – it usually gets coaches fired, but yeah. it, I guess in this case, it's, it's a quarterback. But yeah. that's, again, that was a good one. Well, talk about the build-out, because you know when you talk about the last couple of years in particular, it's not been really easy in terms of supply chain for food products and for all kinds of other things. How's it been in the uh, space of building out restaurants? Um, I'm going to tell you it's been tough. It, it, it is... You know, the world changed with COVID, and um, not necessarily in a bad way, just thing, th- things happen. But in terms of the availability of materials to build new restaurants, the cost of getting materials for new restaurants, there's no doubt we have seen an increase. But I will tell you, our team um, at our corporate office has done an unbelievable job minimizing those costs. We haven't been able to eliminate them, but minimizing them so that we can build restaurants as cost affordably as possible. Um, a lot of that might be smaller restaurants or um, different types of real estate that we can that enter into to help reduce that. But no, it's been tough. It really has. And I, I tell you, I, I give our franchisees all the credit in the world because the business that we're operating now is very different than the business that they might have signed up for in, you know, 2015, 16, 17, whatever. And I, they have made those adjustments and it's just done an unbelievable job. Well, the fact of the matter is though, at the same time, everyone still needs to eat, right? So uh, knowing that, knowing that uh, in here in the Tampa Bay region, I mean, hospitality and restaurants, uh, seem like they're always busy. What excites you most about the future, uh, specifically with uh, your pie, pizza, brews, and gelato? No, I'm I'm really excited about the future. I I, I was um, so I was a baseball player at Vandy. You brought up football, and so I, I am a competitor. I love to compete, and I love a challenge. Um, I will tell you that, in my opinion. Um, the post-COVID restaurant world is kind of uncharted waters, and there are some things happening in restaurants with off-premise and more dine-out and fewer customers actually coming into restaurants wanting it through a third-party delivery service or just to take home that we didn't see before. Uh, and so it is kind of a new landscape out there, and, and quite frankly, I love our new positioning to tackle that landscape. I, I love the way our team is poised to lead our franchise system um, to tackle those challenges. And again, our franchise community, uh, the franchisees themselves, 
have been so great um, at, at really kind of adapting our business and the way they operate to meet those new challenges. Yeah. I, I think we're set up to do big things. Well, Ken, I'm excited for you, but I'm to be honest with you, I'm more excited to dig into this pizza that's here in the studio right be. now. So uh, I want to uh, thank you for being a part of the show today. Uh, Ken Caldwell with Your Pie uh, pizza, brews, the brews part, I think a lot of our listeners be excited about. I mean, how often do you get to go into a pizza joint and have a beer or a glass of wine or gelato? I mean, they're in a lot of places in Tampa Bay where you can get good gelato. So I want to want to make that mention as well. But Ken Caldwell, VP of Development, uh, a Vandy guy. Don't hold that against him if you are a Gator because you got a chance next year to, to, you know, get it back from them. And uh, Ken, pleasure having you on the show talking about the franchise side of the business. We're going to talk with Teresa here as we wrap up the show. And, uh, Ken, I'd love to have you back again another time. Anytime. Really appreciate it. You got it. Thank you. Teresa, you're a a recent owner. Uh, Franchisee is the word, right? Right. Uh, Scooch forward towards the mic just a little bit more. Uh, Teresa Sharkey, you own the location in Brandon. It's at 125 East Bloomingdale in Brandon. As a matter of fact, it looks like on the map it's right next to Urban Air Trampoline and Adventure Park. Is that about right? Correct. It, it just opened up a couple months ago. We're excited to have it a part of the plaza. I bet. And we are, have a great position on the end. And we're just on that corner at the edge of Brandon and Riverview and right. not real busy area. So it's it's a good location. It is a great location. And, you know, that area, I had a business in Brandon, uh, and I can tell you that it was one of our best locations out of 400 so uh, around the country. I know that Brandon's going to serve you well. You've been there three years? A little over three years. We opened up September 2019. So really, you opened up the doors in September, and uh, COVID came along six months later, changed the face of it. How are we doing today compared to those first you know, nine, 12 months as we, as the world was really uncertain. You bet. And it, it was a change. Lucky for us in our uh, franchise that we were already for takeout. And so we already had pizza boxes ready to go. And so we just flipped to that. Um, and once that we were able to bring people back in, people slowly come back in. We still have people that are very cautious of coming out and eating. But as Ken mentioned, it is that third party delivery or the takeout. And we're there. And Every day we're seeing new people, and we love that, um, to talk to them about the pizza and you know have all the fun with them and talk with them. More and more people are starting to get back out. We've seen the numbers turn. We're more dine-in versus takeout. We were some awesome. of the top in the takeout for a while. That's awesome. Well, talk real quick, and I know we only got a couple minutes, but uh, talk real quick about how it works for customer who walks in wanting a fresh pizza. I know Ken talked about it being hand-tossed. We know you use great ingredients and you have a a wide-ranging menu. Somebody comes in, they... Pick it. It says custom. What does that mean? So that means you get to walk down the line. You get to watch them hand toss your pizza, whether you want white or wheat dough, if you're looking at a 7-inch or a 10-inch. And then you pick your sauce. You pick your cheese. You pick your fresh vegetables. You pick your meats. You pick pineapple if you really want it. Mm. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and pe- then any kind of um, extra, like, ba- you know, some basil or some cilantro on it. We turn around and we put it in our brick oven. Yeah. Within a few minutes, it's ready to go. So then you also need to, of course, order your... A glass of craft beer or wine. Absolutely. And we also have some sangria on tap. Sit down. And a lot of people will see, buy some while they're waiting for it to cook. And the pizza comes out so fast, they're only about halfway done. Mm. They're like, okay, but that's okay. I'll finish it. Can can, can I get another 
craft beer while they're waiting. Heck yes. All right, very good. So I know that uh, you you brought with you uh, because Pat's over there. He literally has drool dripping off of I his have a stomach ache. I've been smelling this so long right now. <laughs> I haven't been able to touch it. <laughs> How many times has that happened? Not very often. Uh, I know it's going to be delicious. We're going to break it out here. Uh, but you got a wide ranging menu. What are what are some of the pizzas you brought with us? Just tempt our listeners with what some and of the things you brought today are some of our new fourteen inch shareable pizza. Mm. So that was something we came out with earlier this year. Thinking people love their own custom pizza, but shareable because the kids want all the same sure. or something like that. But for you today, mm. I brought some of our signature pieces along with a limited craft item that we have, which is our spicy Italian sausage. You were just looking at the picture; it is phenomenal with it. We also have our hot honey pepperoni, which has been a huge fan favorite. We had it on a limited time um, craft series, and we've brought it back as one of our signatures. And after that, we brought our barbecued bacon chicken ranch. Oh my! And you know, bacon makes everything better, and it really does on this pizza. We have our Nat Pesto Chicken. So uh, this is named after Drew's wife, Natalie. Hmm. And so it's the Nat Pesto uh, Chicken. And we have a great white, just a great basic pizza, which is just wonderful. And our Buffalo Chicken oh. um, has a little buffalo sauce in there. That's good for football games, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So it, do you have a – I mean, you, you've, you're obviously the owner. You're around it every day. Is there a favorite? Like, I mean, is there one that – you just like your laser on when you have a choice? Absolutely. And I love our great white because, again, you can always customize it. I may add a little bit of mushrooms on it mm. um, because that's what you can do, that down the line, right? And you get to customize your pizza. Uh, but I, I will gravitate to a, a great white all the time. Awesome. Well, it's such a pleasure having uh, you in studio today, Teresa. We're so thrilled for your success and looking forward to supporting you as you grow, as we get further and further away from from you know the 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 impact in I mean supply chain there's so many things that covid did impact over the years but uh, more importantly as you grow your business and fill more tummies in and around Tampa Bay let's tell everybody again where you're located again it's uh, 125 east Bloomingdale Boulevard in Brandon at the corner of John Moore and Bloomingdale John Moore and Bloomingdale and uh, Urban Air is right next door so bring the kids go to Urban Air Get them all worked out, do the bounce, then come over to your pie, pizza, brews, and gelato. I mean, is there a better combination of things? I mean, I can't think of it. It's a, and it's, pizza's good every day of the week, isn't it? Exactly. And I, it's anytime. Anytime. All right. You. Well, that's a wrap of today's episode of the Business Beyond the Boardroom podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. The full live radio show airs each and every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Anywhere in the U.S., all you got to do is simply go to moneytalk1010.com and then click on that little Listen Live button. You can listen from anywhere, even on your phone. And if you're in the Tampa Bay region, you can listen live on the radio on Money Talk 1010 AM, 9 92.1 FM or 99.5 HD2. Now, I'd love to connect up with you on the socials as well. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you want better digital marketing results for your business, hop over to my website at marksteckman.com. I appreciate you listening. Make it a great day.